Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper, uh, Dr. Pepper, that's a new one. Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Twitter feed, and call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, outside of Mahomes, which quarterback is starting your, your, your franchise with. He said, Lamar Jackson. Jay said, Kyler Murray. I said, damn, Key, that's a good pick, Lamar Jackson. So make sure. <laughs> I make wish sure. I would have taken it, but I'm going to take Justin Herbert. You, I did want to say Deshaun Watson, but there's a lot going on with Deshaun Watson. So, so make sure, to, though, Max, yeah. as you're telling people this, that you emphasize Patrick Mahomes. I want you to emphasize that outside of Patrick yes. Mahomes. Yes, so no one available. Please just understand, we are not saying Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is available. Right. He's not this available. Other than yes. Mahomes. Yes. Other than Mahomes because that's the unanimous choice. Yeah. And I, I'll take Justin Herbert because Herbert's farther away from getting paid and he checks every box. Had a great, great rookie year. Um, Jay, why did you like Kyler Murray as your pick? I just think there is um, there's something so electric about how he plays. And, and I get it. Just as the league continues to move more towards RBOs and, you know, just doing things out of the read options, I just – I love the way he plays. And he has – I think his arm is slightly better than Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that he is as elusive because I think Lamar is on a different level. I just, I mean, he's thrown for 689 yards in two games, man. He has seven touchdowns thus far. And you surround him with the right weapons. Look what he's doing right now with DeAndre Hopkins. And you think about A.J. Green, uh, Christian Kirk. uh, It's just Rondell Moore. He has the pieces. I just, I I see that as being the future of the league, that style of play. Yeah, I could could pick from many of different quarterbacks. I can go into Aaron Rodgers, who's a veteran guy. But, you know, I I, I could get – a championship in the next four years with Aaron Rodgers, I think I would be happy, right? That's then, interesting. So you would you would take an older guy because you think he is of such quality that what would you rather do, win a championship or two in four or five years or just be competitive for 10 or 12? You'd rather get those I'd rather chips. get the champion. Mm-hmm. That's the, the whole goal is to get the championship. But with that being said, I'm not going to take Aaron Rodgers right now because Aaron Rodgers, is, it's like Patrick Mahomes. It's an easy damn choice. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into things that are not so easy. Is there a Dak Prescott in our future? Is there Lamar Jackson and our Baker Mayfield, all those guys in our future? Out of all of those guys that we talk about, Josh Allen, I am going to take Lamar Jackson because I think based on the dynamic nature, playmaking ability, rallying the teammates around him without even trying to, they play for him. All that is important factoring into what you want out of your quarterback. I want a quarterback that's going to get my team into the end zone. He seems to do that pretty much every time you look up. Just about as well as anyone. (laughs) Just about as well as anyone. So when you start to think about statistically, and you look at numbers, I I heard Jay over here rattle off the great numbers of Kyler Murray and the touchdowns and things of that nature. All air stuff. Kyler Murray's good on the ground as well, but all air stuff. But if I took Lamar's, Total package of the other night against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, he accounted for, I think it was 260-something in the air, another buck on the ground. So whatever that number is, 350 total yards of an offense, three touchdowns. If I gave you that stat line to any of those other quarterbacks, you'd take that and run with it. The points are the points. However we get them, they add up to a W. But some people just don't like that. They like 
different things. And I, so it's funny, not like they're at the end of the game. They I go, talking, you know what? They scored 28 points, but two of those touchdowns were on the ground. So we're not going to count them as seven each. It, it, exactly. And yeah. I had this conversation with Stephen A. and, and Molly yesterday on, on first take. Some people like ice cream differently. They just do. Some don't like it at all. Some pass on it. Me, I like ice cream. So I like what that is in Lamar Jackson. I play with enough quarterbacks in my day to know that I can help a quarterback become successful as long as he pulls the trigger. Give me an opportunity. And that's what Lamar does. He pulls the trigger. He gives those guys opportunities. Sometimes they don't go as well. Other times they do. I remember Parcells used to tell the, the quarterbacks all the time, just throw the damn ball to him. Don't worry about the separation. He's going to give you an opportunity. Just let it go. Um, I'll take Justin Herbert. I'm a sucker for arm talent. I think that – Yeah, Zach Wilson has a lot. Mahomes and, and, and Rodgers are different. They're in a, I put Rodgers yeah, in all, that. Yeah. They're different over here. The one guy I see where I'm like, who could maybe be the third guy in that group or the first guy in the next group – I see Herbert, who's only played one year, so he had, before you even have to pay him, he's going to give you a lot of production. You could put a team around him. I would take him, but after this last weekend, man, it's hard to pass on Lamar. He just outplayed Mahomes and beat him, came from behind. What has Lamar not done in his career now? He has to win a Super Bowl still. Well, he's three, four years in. Won, a, won an MVP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Won a playoff game, and every year he plays better and better in the playoffs. Won a game. Just beat the Chiefs and beat Mahomes by being the best player on the field. With a depleted team. With, right, with racked with injuries. Tough to pass on Lamar Play right make, now. Playmaking ability is, is stupid, right? And, and what I mean by that, playmaking ability for Russell Wilson is stupid. Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jack. Like, just his pure playmaking ability. The moment that you're like, oh, it's a but, dead deal – Something comes shooting yeah. out of nowhere. The most dangerous you know, is when you think that. It's the playmaking ability combined key with the mental toughness. And I don't think we give that enough credit. I mean, he threw two picks to open Early. up that game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Two picks to open up a the lot, game. A lot of quarterbacks would go sit on the bench and put their, their head in their 1, hands. 1,000%, man. You know. You know, when Evander Holyfield was fighting, I mean, in his prime, and he would get hurt, he'd grit his teeth. His, you'd see the mouthpiece, and I was always like, if I was in the other dude's corner, I would tell him, don't hurt him. Just box him. Don't ever, because when you hurt Holyfield, here come five consecutive left hooks. He's going to put you through hell. Lamar Jackson, when you, what you say, Key, like when the play is broken or when the default, now I got him, and things are going haywire, now it's like maybe you don't want to do that because he's going to hurt you right then. In, 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 I like that. I don't have a problem playing with a quarterback that's like that. Now, I don't – I don't want to – Kyler Murray scrambles around too much where where Lamar Jackson throws the ball from the pocket. He will stand in there literally and take a beating and deliver the football. When he goes to run, it's design runs. Kyler Murray's are, for the most part, not designed. So you got to always stay working. It's too much. Let me ask you a question, though. If the question was who would you start your NFL franchise with, that doesn't mean that if I were to take Kyler Murray – I would apply the air rate system. You and I have talked about this multiple times. Like, I yeah, wonder how true. he would be if he were more in the Seattle type offensive scheme. Similar yeah, that's player, true. like so. Yeah, sim- similar player to Russell Wilson. I mean, you got a Russell Wilson's evolution started as just handing the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and then eventually moved into something else, and he became this great passer. He's always a guy that was accurate that could deliver the football, but he ne- but it wasn't. 
everything wasn't put on him until recently. Everything, and so if you took a Kyler Murray out of this pass happy, throw the ball all over the lot, and put him in more of a West Coast kind of Seattle-ish, run the ball, dink and dunk, take a shot here and there and play defense, Kyler Murray might already be in the Super Bowl. Mm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Now it's your turn to weigh in and ask Key Anything. Ask Key Anything is brought to you by Goldman Sachs. Open a high-yield online savings account from Marcus, Goldman Sachs Bank, USA member FDIC. Dennis in Delaware. Ask Key Anything. Go ahead. Guys, thanks for taking my call. I think it's Trey Lance uh, who I would start my team with. I mean, I think his arm strength is second to none. And John Lynch knows what he's doing. He, he's played with John Elway. He's sitting on the next John Elway right there. Um, the 49ers, I know they're 2-0, and but Garoppolo was terrible in Philadelphia. And if Garoppolo doesn't show up Sunday night against that Green Bay passive defense, don't be surprised if uh, Shanahan uh, and Lynch make a change I mean, right now, the 49ers are dead last in air yards, meaning the ball traveling through the air. The entire passing game is just screens and quick throws. Trey Lance would add to the running attack, passing attack. He's the guy, Key. There's no question about it. Is there a question about it? Is there a question about it? He's not the guy right now. He'll be the guy, but right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers are not blowing people away with the style in which they've been squeaking out of these games. It's fine, though. A win is a win is a win. You will not upset the apple cart right now. Don't even – just leave it alone until such due time that you need to insert the guy gets hurt. Lance into it. Yeah. Right now, just leave it alone. Garoppolo gets hurt or something like that, then Trey Lance is going to have to play. Yes. Right. Yeah, but don't go messing with something right now just because, you know – Again, the ball's not traveling in the air a certain mm-hmm. way. Jimmy G wins three out of every four games for a franchise that loses three out of every four when he doesn't play. <laughs> it's never going to be enough, though, Max, and I know you always hit us with that stat, but you know how fans are. When you see that another quarterback's ceiling yeah. is exponentially higher than the but one that you But his floor is lower right now. But I get, I get that. We're not there yet. Oh, I though. understand that. So, it, yes, Trey Lance... That's, it's going to be good. But that's why the caller said not if the, there yet. If the bottom falls out oh, yeah. against Green Bay's you know, defense, then that's something where he feels like yeah, he you might start, be you start, looking, you start looking at certain situations at quarterback. I mean, Meanwhile, Jimmy's on the phone with, you know, taking calls. To, I went through it with Glenn Foley and Vinny Testaverde back in, in 1998. We were clunkering along, and Bill was like, man, that's it. Is it. Foley got knocked out of the game. I got hurt. Opened up the door for Vinny. Gave him an excuse to do it. And never look back. And don't you think, though, a guy like – I'm sorry, Max. No, it's okay, good. I was going to say, don't you feel like a guy like Jimmy G, when he makes mention of him calling Aaron Rodgers – I know it's one quarterback to another. Well, you already but see – But it's still like, hey, the writing's kind of on the wall. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you got – first of all, they drafted a dude number two. I mean, uh, uh, three. So you already know what it is. Uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max brought to you by Barbasol. Barbasol shaving cream is available in five fantastic flavors to customize your close shave. Whether it's the classic original or sensitive skin, there's one for every face. Find your favorite Barbasol today. Close shave America. Close shave Barbasol. Huge matchup for the Bucks this week against the Rams. And Rams radio analyst DeMarco Farr joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, DeMarco. Gentlemen, what's happening? What's, what's happening? happening? Um, Nothing. Uh, I've never used Barbasol. 
<laughs> you must have once by accident, at least. Especially when you no, travel. They never. got those good little traveling bottles. I usually bl- uh, bring the electric, you know, clipper thing. But uh, maybe I'll try Barbersol now because of you guys. There, there it is. One customer. That's all it takes. Yeah, there you go. What have you seen from uh, Tom Brady as uh, the Rams getting ready for that matchup this weekend? Scary. Uh, you know, you, you guys know this from talking to coaches or, you know, coaches talking to you. When you hear that word poise, um, the first time you heard it, you probably didn't know what it meant. Um, but as you get older, you start to get it. And watching Tom Brady perform and in that offense uh, and how he does it, how he moves linebackers, how he manipulates safeties, how uh, just the, the simple flip of his shoulders can get an entire defense to overcommit one way, and then he'll run the ball back the other way. I mean, uh, there aren't that many people, living or dead, that have played as much football as Tom Brady, professional football. Uh, So he is above all. Um, When you watch him, uh, he's unflappable. Nothing a defense throws at him uh, seems to rattle him. The only thing you can do is really beat him up physically, but, you know, the league won't allow it, and he won't allow it, so – uh, he, he's about the best there is. He's a tough matchup for, for anybody. I can care less how good your football team is. I think I know the, the, the answer to this question, DeMarco, but I need you to answer it anyway. What has changed for the Rams as a team right now? No, number nine, Matt, Matthew Stafford. Uh, see, I have to stop myself. It's Matthew, not Matt. Uh, but Matthew Stafford, um, you know, I think he might be the best Rams quarterback I've seen definitely as a broadcaster. I started this job in 2008. Uh, But it's just as a franchise, you got to go all the way back to to Kurt Warner to where a a guy has inspired so much confidence by the work he puts in, the stuff you see in practice when you can see him, you know, uh, lace these deep balls in with accuracy or, you know, hit guys in stride. Uh, in practice, on crossing routes. And then he carries that over to a game. This just uh, It's a confidence you have when you have a quarterback like that. So uh, he has absolutely changed everything here. Uh, he's changed it for, changed it for, for Sean McVay. Uh, he's a lot happier. <laughs> he's a lot more personable. Uh, it seems like there's no internal battles going on. He really enjoys being on the grass with his quarterback and talking about football. So uh, Matthew Stafford's presence and his emergence into, the, into this offense has meant everything to this 2021 version of the Rams. DeMarco, what do you expect to see from this Rams-Bucks matchup? Oh, God. Um, pretty much what we saw last season, I believe, um, when the Rams got away with one, uh, you know, picking off Tom Brady a few times. Uh, it was a very uncharacteristic game out of him, but it was a great game by the Rams. So same thing. I mean, it's, it's going to be a head-to-head matchup. Uh, probably who has the ball last uh, will have a chance to win the game. But, yeah, when you look at the matchups on either side, um, there's a lot that favor the Bucs. There's a lot that favor the Rams. So uh, this will be a a titanic matchup in Los Angeles. So I I can't wait to see it. Um, It'll be fun seeing Tom Brady on one side of the field, knowing that you have at least somebody that's closer to him at quarterback for the Rams. DeMarco Farr, Rams. Radio analyst on ESPN 17 LA joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. DeMarco, so when you when you look at the Rams in, in skill position-wise with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, they don't get the same Jefferson. They don't get the same accolades and respect as other trios, duos in the passing game across the National Football League. How good and reliable is Cup and Woods? 
Oh, they're great. And, you know, I, I almost like it that they don't get the universal love uh, because it keeps them hungry. Not that they need it. Robert Woods is, to me, I think he's one of the best football players on this team and probably in the league. I mean, just calling him a receiver doesn't do it justice. I mean, right now, and this is not hyperbole, I think he might be the Rams' third best running back on the football team. I mean, running back. And then receiver, he's he's obviously one or two there. But Cooper Cup, the same way, I think there's more there for Cooper Cup. You saw that in Indianapolis. I mean, you can actually feed him the football, uh, just jam it to him 10 times, and he'll make something happen. He'll make a big play happen. I think he is grooming himself or being groomed into a quote-unquote number one receiver. But I kind of like it that they don't get the love. Uh, because it keeps those two together. They work well in tandem. They're great on combo routes. Uh, they're a problem. And they block for each other. To me, that's a sure sign of guys that respect each other. So uh, once you start adding that Deshaun Jackson uh, explosive angle to the mix, I, I think this receiving core has a chance to really jump off the page. But just those two guys, Woods and Cup. Uh, or enough to give any secondary fit. When you talk about outside zone blocking scheme and everything, you need a receiver to block. That's Robert Woods. Everyone says it. Football player. Overall football player. Uh, DeMarco, what, I look at this game, <clears throat> Bucks at Rams. I think the pressure is actually on the defending champs. The Rams are not supposed to be all the way there yet. This Stafford's still getting his, you know, getting the feeling for the team, the whole thing. Brady's been in the system already. He's been in for over a year. They're supposed to win. They're favored, et cetera, et cetera. If the Rams lose, well, we can learn learn from this. But what if they win? They have so much to gain in a win. What does it mean for the Rams if they win this game? Uh, Totally. I I, I get you on that. And, by the way, Robert Woods, uh, one of the best football players on the team, the next guy or above him might be Jalen Ramsey. I think that guy could literally play every position on defense except for defensive line. Uh, or at least inside the tackles. Uh, I think if you let him loose off the edge, he could be a problem. But um, I think it might be just a smidge too early. I see where you're going with that, Max, but, I mean, we're we're only talking about week three. If this was, you know, late November going into December and, you know, you start putting Ys and Xs next to football teams as far as playoffs and uh, clinched division, then the pressure might be more on Tampa because they're defending champs. Uh, defending a Super Bowl championship, I don't know. I don't have to tell Key how hard that is. You're everybody's big game. But I, I think this is just a matchup of two teams that are playing uh, very well early. Um, I, I don't think the loser of this game is out of the Super Bowl race, and I don't think the winner of this game is should be crowned champion. But it's it's a great matchup of two teams that are playing Really, really well. Really, really good football right now. And two quarterbacks that have basically been on fire uh, early in the year. You know, uh, DeMarco, I'm not jumping for joy about the Rams' defense right now. I think that they're missing something. What is that something that they're missing other than Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald? You know, it's coming. Um, It really is key. Uh, I I think the secondary outside of Jalen Ramsey could be a little bit better. Darius Williams. Uh, got a lot of work last year, and he really performed well, put himself in a position to make a whole lot of money at corner. Um, I think that the secondary under Raheem Morris is still coming around. But here they are at 2-0, and and here they are still having given up big plays with teams that are trying. Well, I guess Indianapolis tried, Chicago didn't. But uh, the defense as a whole is really playing gritty-gutty football right now. So, uh, And even offensively, Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods and, and – 
and, and, and Deshaun Jackson and the offensive line are still trying to get on the same page, but here they are 2-0. and I could say the same thing about the defense. Uh, there's been some issues in the run game. There were some issues in the pass game, but here they are at 2-0. and And if you saw that game in Indianapolis, uh, those goal line stands, that Rams defense in goal-to-go situations was inspiring. I mean, really, it made the hair stand up on the back of your neck how hard they wanted it. And at every, at the forefront of every charge, when it mattered most, was 99. So it's not just about pass rushing or breaking records or getting sacks. This dude is doing the dirty work. He is, he's blowing plays up. He is leading this defense. So uh, Raheem Morris, it's up to him to get the secondary under control, make sure you get that communication going. But the toughness factor, your, your field general, you will go as Aaron Donald goes. And he's been out there on the field for the first two weeks about 97% of the time. So he's not saving himself for tomorrow. He is going to get it now. But eventually when everyone starts to gel, I, 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 everybody's defense is going to be exponentially better when that happens as the weeks go on. But this team is 2-0. and They're fighting hard. So uh, as long as they get it in the meeting room, they're definitely getting it on the field as far as toughness and intensity. Super Bowl champion and – Pro Bowler and now 710 LA, ESPN 710 LA's very own DeMarco Farr. Thank you, DeMarco. ESPN. You got it, guys, man. Talk to you soon. Hey, wait, hold on, DeMarco. What? Oh, boy. You're not. Oh, boy, what? I know. Please, please. I know we lost. We lost to Montana. No, not only did you lose oh. to Montana, which is horrible, <laughs> I hope that you're not barbecuing ribs in the oven no. still. I just hope See? not. Max, J. Will, every time I try to run off the radio show, I try to do it before Keith brings this up. It was, I went to school in Seattle. It rains a lot. So I have mastered the art of making ribs in the oven, and Keith won't let me forget it. I don't know. How, how, how do they taste? That's the question. <laughs> Who the hell it makes barbecue ribs if in an oven? If it's raining outside, what's going to make God. do? Man, go, bye, man. I'm go. With you, See you later, DeMarco. I didn't, I didn't go to school li- in Southern California. Li- living living in that. Seattle, you, I, I get it. Bye. See you later. ESPN LA, 710 LA is a great station, by the way. Yes. He and I were both on that station. But he's for barbecuing ribs in a damn oven. Yeah. All right. Mm. Give a guy a break. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive great. Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Doc Rivers, answers the biggest question of the day. What's going on with Ben Simmons? That's at- Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two... Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. That has been, that's the news that blew up my rundown yesterday on a little TV show. This just, this just in. From 2 to 3. Sexy Max think, Kellerman. Right. Look at my face. I, I don't, he's not sexy, just good looking. I mean, clearly handsome, very handsome. Way to pump him up, Key. Yes, yes. Well, if I, if, if I didn't do it, he was going to do it. Correct. He's right. <laughs> he's right. Key understands. The good thing about Key is he understands what it is to have a big ego. He's, oh, way, out, he's way out in front of it. Yeah, got me a lot, lot of, got me a lot. Uh, what? Got what? me what? a long ways in life. <laughs> That's right. Fake it till you make it. Well, um, Doc Rivers now, Philadelphia 76ers head coach, of course, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Uh, Pulitzer Prize winning historian John Meacham launched a new podcast. It was said, sports narrated by legendary NBA coach Doc Rivers. And Doc, coach, you now have a podcast. You know all about producers telling you that you have to do certain things. So before we can ask you anything, tell us about the podcast. Well, it's awesome. You know, I, I don't do podcasts. I've never thought I would be in the podcast world. I, I think we've probably thought about a lot of those kind of things. But when John Meacham calls and asks you to do something with him, if if you know anything about politics and great writing, the, uh, the answer is yes. Uh, I thought it was such a strange pairing. I mean, John Meacham, a, a political writer, really just a great writer, and, and, and me, Doc Rivers, a coach, doing a podcast together. I thought was such a strange, uh, unusual pairing that I thought it was perfect. Um, I love politics, um, you know, and and what we're doing it on is really all the great things that was done or said in sports. You know, one episode will be about Muhammad Ali. Uh, one is about 9/11 and and, and uh, Jack Buck's speech, uh, Tim Tebow's speech, The Promise. Um, you know, Hank Aaron uh, chased to uh, break Babe Ruth's record and what entailed in that. So it's like a history lesson for me. It's been really good, lots of fun, enjoying it, learning how to read um, on uh, as a tape. You know, it's so different than just reading by yourself. So it's been really a good, good thing for me uh, to take my mind off my job, which is good. Doc, I, put I, his mind back on it, Jay. Exactly. Well, I, I, first, I want to tell you, Doc, I didn't get a chance to talk to you in the offseason. Congratulations on Callie getting married. Um, that had to be really special. But I, I do have to ask you, man, because you, you know how this works in this industry. Uh, what is what is your thought on Ben Simmons, you know, telling Woj the other day in his camp that he doesn't plan to come to training camp and plans on not playing a game in the 76ers uniform? Well, I hope we can change that thought, Jay. Like, that's part of our job. You know, the greatest thing in sports is, um, you know, it's fair. You, you fail at times, uh, and then you get back on the horse and, and try. Um, you would be amazed if I told you how many times through a summer when you don't win, which is 29 teams, how often you have to go through something similar to this. Um, because losing is hard, people internalize it, um, and you have to deal with it. And so we're going to deal with this. Doc, I heard you build Ben up so much last year, but it seems like the one comment you made after you guys lost to the Hawks 
seems to be getting blown out of proportion. When the reporter asked you your thoughts on Ben Simmons, is he a championship level PG? And you said, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, how do you feel no, about that? No, that's not com- what I said, actually, uh, Jay. I, this is one thing I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because this is when narratives, and this is what makes our jobs hard. Hmm. Um, I actually said when the guy asked, guys, I'm not answering that stuff right now. Hmm. I don't even know how to answer that. So oh. what I was talking about was not answering the question. Wow. Wow. Uh, it had nothing to, to do with that. Ben. Yeah. And, but I said, you know, it's funny the next day, uh, because my daughter actually, Callie called me and said, Hey, you better clean that up. I know exactly what you were saying, but they're going on with a different narrative. So the next day, um, I did an impromptu, uh, press conference and said it again. I said, guys, for whoever's running this narrative, you know that's not what I was saying. Uh, ben knows that. Rich Paul knows that. Uh, but, you know, it's amazing how it gets started and it just takes a life of its own. Mm. Doc, let's, let, now, now I'm going to let you be real clear and simple for those that want to change the narrative and create the storyline for you and what comes out of your mouth. I'm going to simply just ask you this. Can Ben Simmons play for you and win a championship? Yeah, he can, all day. Um, all day. He just does so many things, man, that, you know, it's funny. I, you, you guys heard me all year fighting for the kid. Um, and he just does so many things that scoring, I, I don't know what it would be like in football, Um uh, probably anything a quarterback does, you know, uh, but scoring in our league. And it's just like, you know, the Ben Wallace's of the world. It was great to see him going to hall of fame and Dennis Rodman's of the world help teams win titles and have hall of fame careers without being a great score. Uh, I do think Ben can score way more than he has scored. Um, but, that's not what makes him great. What makes him great is all the other things that he does. People forget in Game 7 as much heat as Ben got, uh, and I'm, I'm killing the number, but Trey Young was 5 for 24. Hmm. A great Somebody defender. did that. A great defender. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so we forget all that. Uh, we forget how he gets guys open shots, uh, how he puts pressure on defenses with his athletic speed. You know, so, yeah, there's things he needs to work on and things we can work on, but we can absolutely win with him. The great coach, Doc Rivers, or Glenn Rivers, better yet. I think that's what he wants to be referred to, uh, right? Is that well, a, hey, look, I, I, coach, is that another I'm narrative? I'm good in Philly, Key. Okay. Okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure because I want to make sure that we get it right here. Coach Doc Rivers joining us this morning on Jay Will, or Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Um, how much conversation have you had with Ben since the season's been over with? Not much, but we have had some. Uh, and, you know, I, he's, I get his feelings. I understand where he's at right now. Uh, but we have some time, and we're going to keep trying to work on it to get him in the right place. Doc, what are the reasons that Ben or his camp, Rich Paul and company Clutch Sports, have given you or the franchise – for them not wanting to be a part of the organization moving forward? Well, that's, that's more personal that I won't share. Um, you know, it's not probably what people think. I will say that, um, you know, but uh, I would, I'd rather for them to share that than me. Doc, um, 
I hear what you're saying about Ben Simmons. He does so many things at historically elite levels for, for a guy six foot ten. <clears throat> the one thing he doesn't do is shoot, but he doesn't do that at all. And everything else he does like amazingly well. That said, when a guy comes out publicly and makes and and or, and you know that's what's reported, he will not report. That seems to me to be a kind of an intentional damaging to his kind of trade value, right? Like he's. He's he and the team are up against it, and he's saying, "I'm going to damage my value to you if it continues this way." And here you are saying, "I still think I can win a championship with this guy." What is this? Yeah. What does this latest report do to all that? You know, I don't know, Max. And number one, Max is good to talk to you. You too. Uh, always. You know. Are you happy with these guys, Max? <laughs> we're, we're getting to know each other. Wait, Doc. Coach, hold on, Coach. You you just asked him if he was happy with us. How about asking us if we happy with him since oh, he yeah, joined right. us? You know what? Doc He's knows the a newcomer. Team. Yes. Knows a team You're absolutely right. He's what? the newcomer. My, my fault. <laughs> well, no, but, but serious. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, Max, what the answer to that question is. Um, you know, Trade value is, is what someone gives you, um, you know, and, and so we don't know that. And I, and I try to stay away from that because I'm hoping we can work something out and that doesn't happen. So I don't want to talk about it much. Uh, but, you know, many people have asked to be traded and didn't get traded. Uh, and people have come back. I mean, people forget that San Antonio Spurs traded Sean Elliott, right? Uh, and then he failed his physical and had to come back and they won a title that year. So there's a lot of – Key, I don't know this, but I'm almost positive you've asked to be traded before and then return back with the team. Uh, yes. I don't know that. Yes. Wait, am I right or wrong? No, I, I, no, I got traded when I asked to be traded. But, yeah, they wanted me to stay, but I said, no, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I, was, look, I was more like Ben Simmons. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. But mine was based on money, not based on yeah. feelings and sensitivity things of that nature. Jay yeah. Will has one quick question he wants to ask you before we let you get back to real work. Doc, I, I love that you said All you right. could win a championship with him. Can you give me a little inside basketball? How do you do that, right? When people say he's better served when he's at the dunker spot, but that's the same kind of position that Joel Embiid encompasses, how do you make it work in Philadelphia? Yeah, but if you watched last year, Ben wasn't in the dunker spot much. Ben had the ball. Like, we turned Ben into our point guard. You know, so the first thing, there's one thing we have to improve, obviously, is the free throw line. Um, and and that, that entails the work that we have to put in. Uh, we hired a shooting coach. Uh, so we, we have plans uh, to do that because I think if, if he improves in just that one area, all the other stuff will follow. Uh, but because he can get to the basket, he'll be a better finisher because he won't, won't try to avoid fouls, you know. Uh, I think that's the key to, to the start. The great Doc Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. And when I was waiting for a championship as a Knicks fan, I thought those teams with Doc Rivers as point guard still gave waiting. us our best chance. Well, that's the truth. You still we did have a chance. Did. Did. With you, Nine you, of them in L.A. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. But that, that knee injury, that uh, knee injury hurt us. Charles Oakley, Charles Smith. They had a, they had a squad. Doc Rivers was the point guard. Thank you, Doc. Great talking to you as always. Appreciate you, Doc. Best of luck with the oh, upcoming thanks, guys. Season. All right, Coach. Great talking to you guys. Uh-huh. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests wow. join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We're going to react to everything that Doc Rivers had to say. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. We rocked the mic, right? Right, mm, right. Well, we just did right, in that last interview. Um, Doc Rivers, Sixers head coach, just appeared on this show, and we asked him about Ben Simmons intending not to report to training camp. Here was his answer. Well, I hope we can change that thought. Like, that's part of our job. You know, the greatest thing in sports is, you know, it's fair. You, you fail at times, and then you get back on the horse and, and try. Um, you would be amazed if I told you how many times through a summer when you don't win, which is 29 teams, how often you have to go through something similar to this. Um, because losing is hard. People internalize it, um, and you have to deal with it. And so we're going to deal with this. You know, I, I think that the, the damage seems to be done in Philadelphia because of the history that Ben has had with the franchise. I really respect Doc Rivers coming on the show and answering a lot of those tough, difficult questions. And I, I do believe that he does want Ben to come back and be a part of the organization. I just don't know if that relationship between Ben and Joel is strong enough for Ben to want to do that. And I, I know that Joel last month kind of extended an olive branch by saying started to defend Ben, but that's the first time in their existence together I've really seen Joel do that. Um, just, I feel like the writing's on the wall here and, and Doc said all the right things. I get it. I, I still know if you get enough trade value in return for Ben. And I think that's the, that's the question that the 76ers have to have conversations internally about, Hey, look, if we don't get the trade value, you know, do we just try, do we sit on it? Well, see, do we a, sit on it with It's ben? a difference between saying, I don't ever want to play in that city or that team anymore, I'm done, I don't care, versus I want to be traded. I would like to be traded. See, if I if, if Ben Simmons wasn't so aggressive in his approach, then I would be like, well, maybe they can work together. It may work out. But when you say, I don't want to do that, and you just like, no, it's hard to get a player to come back in, despite who the coach is and the teammates, 
to get him to buy in a hundred percent because he's already checked out. Now you're trying to get somebody that checked out to come back around in a situation. If he was just to simply say, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I want to, I want to play for somebody else right now. I want them to, to seek a trade for me. That's a different conversation. Ben Simmons is never going to get his own team if he doesn't learn how to shoot, or at least if he isn't willing to take some shots. He actually has to shoot the ball and shoot some free throws eventually, or no one's ever going to trade for him to give him his own team. And he's this close Draymond to being Green able doesn't to get shoot his the own ball. Team. Yeah, but he doesn't have his own team either. Greeny is next. You can catch me on This Just In at 2 p.m. on ESPN. Check out Key on NFL Live today at 4 p.m. on ESPN. Back tomorrow with Bucks coach Bruce Arians. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.